Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome in to the DNVR Fantasy Podcast. Henry's looking at me very confused. That confusion brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one sports betting app in the world. They are handing out gifts left and right these days. Your boy is on a heater, seeing things with uh, the kind of clarity I wish I had in my regular life, Henry. Um, Things have never been cloudier or less clear. But in in sports gambling right now, I am I am dialed, and that's translating to fantasy, where I gave you Corey Davis as my top start last week, top flex play in all of fantasy football. We're gonna keep that up with a special episode just dedicated to your roster conundrums going into these fantasy playoffs, whether it's a fantasy playoff or an elimination bracket, which I know you're dealing with, Hank. Um, we've got you covered. We have got you covered uh so should we start with your dilemma or should we go position by position our favorite starts our favorite sits what do you want to do my friend i'd like to talk about me yes 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 sit down on on the on the therapist couch put your feet up tell me all your ailments henry you are in a do or die situation am i correct yeah i mean things have been rough um the, the the leader in points this season in this league uh, 1451. Um, the the second to last is 1166. I'm sitting in last 952. It has not been competitive ooh, for me this ooh, season. The good ooh. news is I get to avoid the punishment, which is it's called the Murph. I'm not sure if anybody out there has heard of it. I had never heard of it. Um, okay. but essentially it's like uh, it's terrible. You have to do show. like keep it clean. Yeah, it, it's it's like pull-ups and you got to do a whole bunch okay. of these workout things and it's supposed to be okay, hard good. um good. and there's like rules and stipulations and time and i'm not in shape for that uh so i really need yeah. to win in one of the next two weeks so that i don't take last in this loser's bracket Oof. and uh no. here's what we're working with so quarterback okay. lamar jackson i have jared goff too no reason to mess around there I, I feel like to to get out of this i need a big week from lamar in one of the next two weeks any yeah. any thoughts there? I mean, I think you are right. Lamar facing the Browns, love that matchup. So yeah, we we gotta hammer that that Browns yep. defense while we can. Yes. Um, at running back, I've got DeAndre Swift, 
and I've got Miles Sanders. And then on the bench, I have uh, Cam Akers, Mike Davis, and Carlos Hyde. So I really just need DeAndre Swift to be healthy. If not, any any consideration for Cam Akers? Man, yes, very much consideration for Cam Akers. Problem is, he plays in a mere couple of hours, Henry. Yeah. He plays in a mere couple of hours on Thursday night, and we don't know DeAndre Swift's status. So, oh, Henry, I think I'd go Acres. I think I'd go Acres. I think I'd go Acres. Oh, right. boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I'll make the change. Oh, um, from I don't there, want you to have to do a pull up. Can you do a pull up? Um, do we know what happens if you can't do a pull up and you lose this game? Uh, we do not. Oh, and no. that's kind of the scary thing. Um, I don't know if I can do a pull up, but Ooh. what I can say is that I haven't tried for about a year, and about a year oh, wow. ago, I okay. could not do a pull up. So I'm assuming okay. No. Um, okay. receivers, um, Michael Thomas, Chase Claypool, Cooper Cup, uh, Kenny Galladay, Robbie Anderson. Okay. So also I should say Michael Thomas and Kenny Galladay are both questionable. Holy cow. Another terrible dilemma because the alternative, the obvious alternative, Cooper Cup here. Like, again, someone who has to play in a mere couple of hours. And now I'm having second thoughts on acres over swift Henry. Yeah. Well, here's What's the, the thing. Status of so, my man? so it's non PPR, which I guess is important. Yes. But it is. yes what it I is. could do is play cam acres in a running back spot. Um, and then if I want to put Galladay in for Claypool or Thomas, then I could, uh, cause I, I feel like there's a way to use this flex yeah um right right uh but it is non-ppr man yeah it's just so hard to trust the rams yeah i mean i could put cooper cup into one of these receiver spots and then i'd have a little bit more flexibility with swift or galladay coming back um putting them in, pulling out one of Michael Thomas, who's questionable, and Chase Claypool. who's going up against the Buffalo defense. Okay, okay. I think Swift is all right. Let's start Swift. You need to swing for the fences, I think. Okay. And let's buy ourselves more time anyways. So backtracking on that. Then what do you want to do with the flex? Well, uh, so, so as it sits right now, I've got yeah. Michael Thomas and Chase Claypool in those receiver spots. Yeah. Michael Thomas is questionable. Um, yes. In the flex, I have Cooper Cup, um, but there's also Kenny Galladay who's questionable. Cam Akers is now back on the bench, um, which is more enticing in a non-PPR. Um, and then there's also, like, Robbie Anderson. who Against the would... Broncos. Yeah. <clears throat> Man. Yeah, let's go, Thomas. Let's go Cup in that slot. Okay. Actually, Cup should be your second wide receiver. It is Chase Claypool, but we had a whole Chase Claypool conversation. Yeah, yeah, let's do Chase Claypool. Let's do Chase. He's been consistent outside of this last week. In, in this flex or? Flex. flex yeah, okay. Flex, Chase so Claypool. Cup up there. Oh, um, I don't if, know. I want to put Acres in the flex maybe. I know. Let's do Acres in the flex, yeah. Or that Claypool trade. Yeah. I guess if we're going to put him in the flex, we might as well put him in a running back spot. 
mm-hmm. move DeAndre Swift to the flex. That way there's more flexibility in case Swift doesn't play. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. I love how you've said flexibility twice now for your flex and no pun intended. I know. Well, I guess that's probably why they call it that. All right. Damn straight. Damn straight. So what we came up with, Miles Sanders um, and Cam Akers at running back. Um, Then Michael Thomas, Cooper Cup at receiver. The flex right now is DeAndre Swift. If he can't go, then maybe Kenny Galladay can. Um, and then the Sunday night football game is Chase Claypool, so I'll sub him in if neither of those guys can go. One more question. Um, yeah. I've got Austin Hooper at tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to throw some names out there. If there's somebody you like more this week, let me know. Um, Cole Kmet, Dallas Schultz, uh, Will Disley, Tyler Higby, uh, Jordan Reed, uh, Zach Ertz. Jordan Akins, Kyle Jordan, Rudolph, Reed? Jordan Reed. All right. Jordan Reed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, I, I thought you were, I was looking through this earlier and I thought that that might be where you were going to go because we talked about him on Tuesday just a little bit. Yeah. We're kind of rolling the dice here, but uh, um, I'm okay with that. I think yeah. we got to switch some things up. I think we got to go hunting for points a little bit. And uh, I think this is how you do it. Yep. Bet on a revenge game. Going up against Washington. There you go. All right. Well, projected for 85 points. Projected to uh, need 98. So uh, we'll we'll see. Um, And then check back next week in case we have to do this again. Um, But now that we solved my problems, what what do we do now? Should we do some starts and sits? Starts and sits. Loaded slate. Looking forward to the playoffs. Lots to talk about. I've seen some people in the fantasy universe very high on um, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert this week, Ben Roethlisberger. Um, Tannehill's another. I like Tannehill a lot. I think that's a matchup that's going to be extremely high scoring, uh, you know, against Jacksonville. I kind of like Mike Lennon in a desperation play. Um, and I think, look, Cam Newton, I see a lot of people down against the Rams. I can get that, but man, like Cam's ability to play as a good quarterback isn't where his fantasy value lies. They're basically using him like Cephalufau in the rise season and just letting him waste away and run the ball. Um, so that's where he's kind of an intriguing start. Don't get super scared off. I think Kyler Murray's the matchup that I'm most scared by. Um, Giants playing really good defense, did some things against Russell Wilson last week. And in general, uh, Kyler Murray not looking like himself. Something's going on. They're not reporting it. And he's not running. So that's where all his fantasy value was, right, Henry? Yep. So without that, um, yeah, uh, I, it all lines up for a very scary matchup um, for Kyler owners. And man, um, if you can find a Baker around in, in on the waiver wire, I would uh, strongly suggest doing that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of other potential candidates. 
you know, either of the Miami starters at quarterback uh, would be intriguing here. Mike Glennon as kind of an emergency start would be intriguing. I think, you know, in true desperation, uh, maybe even Brandon Allen here uh, against the Cowboys, a lowly defense, but yeah, Kyler just terrifies me. That's my big sit of the week. My big start Ryan Tannehill for sure. Yeah. Kyler's in a tough spot. It's kind of crazy because if, if you just look at the top scorers, I mean, he is the top scorer in fantasy football this season still, but over the last three weeks, he is quarterback 17. Oof. That's not good. That's not good. Very bad. But despite being quarterback 17 in those three weeks, he is still quarterback one player number one for the season. Um, but I'm kind of with you. I, I don't, I, I just get scared. I get scared very easily in fantasy football and him having some down weeks. I don't like it. Um, what do you think of Derek Carr this week? He's coming off being quarterback one last week. Yeah. Um, had a tough game the week before. Yeah. Indianapolis. <sighs> Probably not scared. Scared. Yep. Um, also, Josh Jacobs still out, right? I believe so. I don't think he's off that IR yet. Um, let's see. I'll throw a couple of names out there. Where'd this tab go? He's questionable. I'm giving you the status here. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, you oh. you lay it on me. There we go. Um, on the other side of that game. Philip Rivers going uh, um, against Vegas. I, I think that there's a decent chance that you could get some value there if you really need it. Um, sneaky start. Sneaky start. I agree. Mitchell Trubisky <clears throat> against Houston. <laughs> Do you? I, I, there's there's upside with a quarterback who can run. There is a bit of a revenge game too. I mean, you know, against the Sean Watson, yeah. Mitchell Trubisky. You know, probably this is the last month of his career where he where he'll be a starter in the NFL. He can at least show a little dignity against Deshaun Watson, who everyone clowns him rightfully so for being picked ahead of. Yeah, um, don't like Cam. I, I I think that he's one where you can go back and forth on in any given week if you really want to. You can talk yes. yourself into him yes. because of the rushing yards. Going up against the Rams, though, I just I, I think you can do better. They're great um, defense. Yeah. I think that those are probably my yeah. big ones. Yep. Agreed. Um, so there you go. We are very scared, but we've got some backup emergency options if you need them this week. Let's move on to running backs, Hankster. Um, who you like in there to start? Who you like in there to sit? Um, I like Ronald Jones. I like Ronald Jones. Um, I like Wayne Gallman. Yes. Um, Wayne Gallman, again, those pesky giants, you know, I hated on them all year, but then I jumped on that bandwagon pretty early going against the cards, cards, defense, uh, just getting worse and worse. Um, And it doesn't help that that offense isn't able to prolong drives. The Giants, on the other hand, know exactly who they are. And Gallman's having, I mean, he hasn't looked this good since he was at Clemson. So I'm yeah. with you 100%. Yeah. Um, I'm feeling a massive J.K. Dobbins week. I told really? you I love Lamar Jackson. Um, I, I love this matchup against the Browns. 
Um, and just in general, I, I saw some good things from Dobbins in that uh, Tuesday nighter. Uh, and I think like his role is just increasing more and more. They're still going to go to Mark Ingram on key, like third and shorts and stuff. But Dobbins is getting more touches. He's starting to break off more plays. And this is a prime defense to really torch. Okay. Also, Ohio State kid going back to Ohio, playing True. against the Browns. Good vibes, good vibes. Um, you know, I'll throw David Montgomery out there. I think I've this... been seeing him on some lists. That seems crazy, but make your case. Um, had 17 carries for 72 yards and two touchdowns last week. Um, had 11 carries for 103 yards. Uh, no touchdowns the week before, but over those two weeks in the receiving game, he's got nine catches, 79 yards, and another touchdown. And that combines half-point PPR for 43 points over the last two weeks. Um, and he's going up against Houston, and that's not a defense that scares me. Uh, sure, Green Bay and Detroit aren't known as powerhouses defensively, but I don't think that they're all that much worse than what he's going to say in Houston. And when he's hot like this with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback, I think they have to feed him. Well, and you've identified a trend. Nagy not calling the plays as much, so that's factorated to this. Nick Foles not starting at quarterback with Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, Montgomery looking better. Oh, man, I got super stuffed up. Do you have anyone else on that list? Um, I think Jonathan Taylor is an interesting discussion. I'm not sure if I would say to start him or sit him. So I guess maybe I'll ask you, you know, he did look really good last week, put up 19 and a half. Oh, those are standard points. So that half PPR 21 points last week, 13.4 the week before, um, before that though, not all that productive. Yeah. Go up against Vegas. I think I like him though. Yeah, that's on the fence, but you could do worse. You know, the other one is, as we move on to the sits, Mel Sanders, how are you feeling about that? I mean, I know that I'm in a position where I cannot justify not playing Miles Sanders. I know. Um, and, and I think thing. that the majority of Miles Sanders owners are going to be in a similar boat. Um yeah. If, if you are one of the few teams that is really deep at running back, and there are some out there, uh, yeah. you look around leagues and some guys like just got lucky and wound up with three good running backs right. who've been able right. to stay healthy. Um, and if Miles Sanders is one of those three, yeah, I, I think that you probably do sit him because you haven't been good in getting good value out of him. Um, yeah. Half point PPR, he's had three straight games where he hasn't hit double digits. And um, before that, he was uh, five of six, though, getting to double digits with a couple of decently good showings in there going up against new Orleans. That's, that's a solid defense, especially since they got Quan Alexander really good against the run too. Yep. Um, yeah, that scares me, but you're right. It's uh, some of the better fantasy advice I got really early on was, uh, you know, sometimes you got to ride with the, uh, you know, the horses that brought you here. Um, and miles Sanders is definitely one of those guys that's becoming, extremely frustrating how underutilized he's been for the Eagles, despite being like the one stud they have on offense consistently this season, other tough matchups, you know, the Texans against the bears, uh, the Raiders against the Colts, those running backs have to scare you off. Um, there for sure. I mean, there's no doubt about it. 
Henry, we are going to move on to wide receiver unless you have a couple more running backs for you, but I know you are chomping at the bit for a special shout out here. I'm always chomping at the bit for a special shout out. And that could not be more true right now as I'm like, I'm like literally chomping. I'm not really sure what bit I'm supposed to be chomping at. Oh, Mm. uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app is wishing you the happiest of holidays. And to kick off the season of giving, DraftKings has new promotions and odds boosts every day this week. Luckily for us sports fans, there's an abundance of action taking place this week. Football teams are in the hunt to secure their place in the playoffs, while college basketball season is just getting underway. There is no better place to get in on all of the action than DraftKings Sportsbook. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you do not want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new players the chance to earn a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 when signing up using promo code DNVR. DraftKings Sportsbook has endless ways for you to bet. From live betting to betting on your favorite players, they do it all. To celebrate this weekend's UFC 256, DraftKings is giving all MMA fans who sign up now the chance to triple their winnings when placing any bet on UFC 256. DraftKings Mm. is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top of your DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DMVR when you sign up and get up to $1,000. That's code DMVR to get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. Boom. DraftKings Sportsbook. (laughs) Download that now. Do that. Uh, Well done, Henry. Very good read. Like the form you are in today. Really like the form Corey Davis is in lately. Not taking that kid off my starts Mm. anytime soon. Love this matchup against the Jags. Just love him in general. Riding that Tannehill Corey Davis. Hoping that combo takes me far in these fantasy playoffs. Also intrigued by Tyler Lockett against the Jets. The Jets cannot cover speed at wide receiver. Uh, check out Henry Ruggs on the game winner last year, uh, last Oof. week. The Why are they other going Lamar cover Jackson. Zero? So stupid. Uh, <laughs> so stupid. I, and that's I. One of my mottos in life is win on your own terms. Um, I would rather lose on my own terms and be aggressive in sports um, than, uh, you know, <laughs> shoot my shot, call your shot. Um, then, you know, be timid and huh. let things happen to you. But in that situation, just uh, it's well, not that it's not that complicated. Reprehensible to do that. Truly. Yep. Um, I mean, and that's that's why you get fired as a defensive coordinator. Yes. Yes. That's football. He got what he deserved. You make that call, that's what happens. And it doesn't matter if you've had a bad defense all year and you've done all the terrible things. Like, he should have gotten fired no matter what. Yeah, no, I mean, you've you've got the game in hand and you blew it. Horrendous, 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 horrendous. Um, I think we're going to see a a theme we saw a, a lot of the guys who were hot last week. Uh, you know, I'm going I'm going to counter tendency on some of these with the other positions at wide receiver. I think a lot of the guys who heated up last week are going to stay hot. I'm looking at Cole Beasley. I'm looking at Kiki Kuti. I'm looking at Tim Patrick. I think that's going to keep up for all those guys at wide receiver. 
um, in my starts, you know, still big on my guy, Jamison Crowder. Uh, yeah, there you go. I might snag Cole Beasley. Ooh, I have a mega dilemma of Tyreek Hill is questionable. That Dolphins D can be pretty tough. Do I dare sit him for Cole Beasley? Ooh, that's like I mean, too, uh, it's too much. It probably is. But yeah. I mean, we've already had these conversations for the most part. Michael Thomas, Cooper Cup, DeAndre Swift, any of them could be replaced by Cole Beasley. Oh, yeah. At the very oh, yeah. least, I'm going to snag him for some insurance. Yeah, it's a week where you got to love. Well, mm, mm, mm. interesting. And even, you know, you were talking about Robbie Anderson, Henry. Yeah. I think you have better options. I think most people will have better options. AJ Bouye suspended. What's Callahan's status? Probably not. Christian McCaffrey maybe re-aggravated an injury. Oh, Bobby, and we're a big fan of Bobby's here. Mm-hmm. You know, Bobby, like- Bobby Trees and uh, Tanyan. Yeah, Tanyan, of course. So many Bobbies. So many Bobbies, all really performing well. Bobby you Griffin could, the third. You could do worse. Yeah, Bobby Griffin the third. Yeah. Bobby Okariki in IDPs. Just yep. picked him up in a couple leagues. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So um what about sits at wide receiver? What about sits? Who are the don't take the cheese candidates of the week? It is um it's a tough week for those. Um mm. but <coughs> Oh, Let's man. say uh, that was a big cough. Just wow. came out of nowhere too. Wow. Um, I mean, I don't love Devontae Parker. It's always tough to do the sits because it. you feel like you want to get somebody good enough to to make it worth doing. Totally, um, totally, right. But I feel like that is a uh, a decent one. He's been kind of down recently. It's been terrible. Chiefs are playing well. Yes. I think I think that's a decent candidate for a sit. Um, I think you nailed it. I think it, I think my days of saying sit Travis Fulgham have probably come to an end. I think everybody's probably on the same page there. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Um, right, right. Yeah, like you don't want to say obvious stuff like DJ Moore sit DJ Moore sit Debo Samuel who has yet to do anything. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing a lot of sit Jarvis Landry. Which I get against the Ravens on Monday night. I don't know, man. Baker and that offense are kind of vibing. I'd I'd sit CD Lamb. That I mean he's had a couple of down weeks. I think you could see the Bengals and get kind of excited, but I don't yes. think it's time to bring him back into the fold. Agreed. Maybe one to bring back in the fold just for this week would could be Tyler Boyd. Going against the oh, Cowboys. We were yeah. out on Tyler Boyd. Again, like you probably have better options, but there might be people who, you know, between Bobby Anderson, Tyler Boyd, I'd go Bobby, but like you could do worse. Um, I will say I'm seeing a, a bunch of Bucks love. Tom Brady, Mike Evans, not buying it, man. Not buying it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. What do you think of Tyler Lockett? Love him. Oh, I love him. Yep. I mentioned him against the Jets. Love that matchup. Love the speed. I love everything about that. Yeah. 
He just hasn't put up much for numbers. No, he's slowed recently. down ever since we had that bet of like Lockett over DK Metcalf. We've uh Yeah. I mean, he has a half point PPR, one double digit week in the last six weeks. Mm. Which is not what you'd think. Yeah. After uh how we were talking about him beforehand. Um I don't know. I'll I'll say that it, I'm not so sure that it's the lock that seems like it is going up against the Jets. Because, I mean, he put up 3.8 against Philly. Yeah, but Philly's actually a pretty decent fantasy secondary. Um, I mean, I love Crowder going against Seattle. You know, that defense. They've been hammering that for a while. Um, And, you know, Detroit, like if Galladay was healthy, either Galladay, that's a situation I'm going to monitor if I'm a Marvin Jones owner, if I'm a Galladay owner. Because that Green Bay secondary, another one where maybe at face value, you don't think, oh, I can feast on these guys. But actually, they've been one of the worst uh, secondaries in the league, giving up lots of fantasy points, lots of kind of garbage fantasy points, too, which I love, you know, a little garbage time. God bless you, Henry. Thank you, Um, Dre. Oh, thank you. Um, Okay. Any other wide receiver takes for me? Um, Marquise Brown is in an interesting position i i I, he's he's had a couple of good weeks in a row um but he's needed touchdowns in both of them he's such a feast or famine guy yeah um going up against cleveland i don't like like it seems like a guy like denzel Ward just sticks right to him you would think but denzel also likes to take his risks you know so you could get burned by a by a guy like a that double move. Risk. Yeah, you know who got cooked by a double move? Lit on uh, RK in our Madden game last night. Ooh. He still beat me, but I had Justin Jefferson on a little stop and go against Chris Harris. Just dropped a dime over the top for a sixty yard touchdown. Mm. OJ Jeff roasting my man RK. By the way, Justin Jefferson against Tampa Bay in real life. Love that, but you guys already know. Yeah, Henry, you're skeptical. I mean, the, the, the Tampa defense does always just scare me a little bit. I, I think for receivers, it's going to be fine, but they were playing well. Not so much anymore. Those corners oh. are good, but they're not super flexible. Henry, oh. I think Jay Jeff, those fluid hips, that route running, yeah. I think he's going to wiggle right open. Interesting. Huh? Huh? Okay. I could see it. I could see it. Top 10. Fantasy I mean, I'm, I'm week, I said. Justin Jefferson to me, like I'm not, if I have him, I'm probably just going to be playing him every week. Well, exactly. That's why I didn't even bring them up. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. Like even, me. even if I'm not totally sold on the matchup, I mean, even if I don't like the matchup, honestly, I mean, I'm, I'm still playing him. He's become a ride. The horses that brought you here guy. Yeah. He's a, uh, he's that kind of, he's that kind of stud at this time. Um, well, Henry, we get to the, the, the final part of the slate. Our streaming tight end, our streaming defense, our streaming kicker options. Um, in some of the leagues I'm in, I have a function where you can see how you're un- underperforming based on the rest of the league at each position. Um, I've been killing at wide receiver, all leagues. Kicker, though really been hurting at kicker. Um, so don't be like me. Don't neglect the kicker position. Don't neglect the defensive position. There are options out there on the waiver wire. I've, I'm in leagues where I can't find like a starting quarterback to save my life. I'm hoarding Garrett Gilbert. It's that bad, but 
I was able to pick up like the Bears defense. So, you know, there are always opportunities when you least expect them. Let's start with tight ends, though. Um, on the non-obvious or more obvious section, who are you starting? Who are you sitting? Can we start with a little Noah Fant talk? Okay, we can do that. Um, we, we flirted with a little Noah Fant talk last week. Yeah. And he's getting the touches, but will it translate to production, Henry? And that's a big question. And yes, it is. I, I think every week this season, I've been just a little bit too high on him. Um, mm. and, and I'm, and maybe now is the time to say he's not putting up the numbers. Oh. He, he has the athleticism. He's, he's, it's inexplicable, honestly, because every time it, he touches the ball, it's, it seems like something good should happen, but it, it's, I, I, he just needs another season to put the pieces together. I think he just isn't quite there and, and maybe it's, it's 50% him and 50% drew lock or, Pat Shermer or the offensive line or the receivers for not stressing the rest of the defense enough or the running game for not getting guys to commit or whatever you want to say. It is some blend of Noah Fant, not quite living up to the hype and everything mm -hmm. else that's going on around him, but whatever it is, I, I just, I'm not in love with it. Not in love with it. My stats say this is a favorable matchup against Carolina. He did the lead the team in targets last week. Fant, like so many of these bottom half tight ends outside of the top six or seven, so touchdown dependent. So it's really like, can he get that tud in the end zone and we're good? Or uh, will it not happen? But yeah, I guess I kind of agree with you. I'm slightly more optimistic going into this week, but we'll see. Um, yeah. Who else do you have? You know, I'm low on Janu. Out on Jono until he proves me otherwise. Jono Smith, Titans tight end, going against the Jags. Uh, you talked up Cole Komet, or you you mentioned mm, Cole Komet yeah. as an option. I, I think Cole Komet is an option. I don't mind Cole Komet. Do no. not mind him. No, he's he's getting into the lineup now. He's getting to play a little bit. Um, he's a rookie. Um, but he was probably he, he was the best tight end in a bad class of tight ends. Um, and so it, it, we saw the flashes from Albert Okwegbunam, um, yep. but I mean, uh, when you're, when you're taking risks on tight end, do you want to go this risky? I'm not so mm -hmm. sure, but you know, he's going up against Houston. He's, he's finally getting into the offense offense. He's doing more and more. And, and one of these weeks is going to be a big one for him. There you go. Um, what about your guy, Bobby Tunyon? Um, I mean, I will always have a tough time sitting him um, because he is in that Packers offense. And the Packers offense puts up a lot of points. They score a lot of touchdowns. And that means that there are a lot of touchdowns to spread around all of their playmakers. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that just increases the odds. Like you said, all these guys yeah. are touchdown dependent. Yeah. Going up against the Lions, I, I think that he could go get himself a touchdown. I don't necessarily think this will be the highest scoring game of their season, um, but I do think that Tunyon is typically a good bet. Like that. Um, anyone else you're high or particularly low on? Um, I can tell you I'm a, I sneaky like Gasecki in this one. Who the are the Chiefs. Dolphins? Oh, oh, that's right. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, I think that that's a decent bet. Um, it's, it's always like this mix of who's the most talented, who, who, or who is produ- most productive within their own offense and what are they going up against? Um, and for him, I think that he's a little bit more talented, but might have a little bit more of a challenge on the other side. I'm um, just because you never really know. I mean, I don't know who the chiefs are going to put on him. If they say right. that's who scares us here, maybe it's Tyron Matthew. And then you don't like it quite as much. Um, another guy who I do kind of like is Logan Thomas. Um, he's, I was going to go the other way, but later. Oh, on. really? He's been productive. I mean, and that offense is helping him for sure. Yeah, he, he has been productive. Um, I just have the stats for the last four weeks for tight ends pulled up and, and he is number five among tight ends. Um, and so this has been with Jasicki number six, I should say, and Ebron right behind him. Um, but I do think that what we've seen from Logan Thomas is kind of what we've been wanting to see for a while now, because he is such a good athlete. Um, mm-hmm. Half point PPR 15.8 last week, 9.4 the week before not all that much to speak on before that, except for a back-to-back stretch where he was all right against the giants and the Cowboys, you know, the, the San Francisco isn't the best matchup for him, but I do think that this offense is more functional than we maybe anticipated um, with Antonio Gibson, not playing, yeah. they're going to have to rely more on the passing game, um, oh. which pushes more opportunities. Logan Thomas's way. And he's coming off of, um, the, the most targets he's gotten all season. He caught all of them, picked up 98 yards as a tight end, uh, has a touchdown in back-to-back weeks. Uh, I think that, again, all of these tight ends are just gambles, but he might yeah. not be a bad one. There you go. Um, like that, I'm kind of feeling Dawson Knox as a deep sleeper play. I think that matchup against Pittsburgh might be nice. Um, I also am so out on Eric Ebron. I keep seeing him ranked highly. It's just so many drops. I don't know yeah. how you can trust that guy. Also, you know, Steelers not favored in this one. Um, the bookmakers think the Bills will beat him in Buffalo. I think so, so too. I don't I don't see this as some crazy high-scoring game where everyone's getting their touches. So I'm just a little reluctant on the Steelers in general in this one. Henry agrees. Um so yeah, that's kind of my final note there on the tight ends. Um, your favorite defensive streaming option? Ooh. Um, do you want to go first? I don't have yeah. one on the top of my head. Yeah, I think the Niners can be available in some leagues. That's a good one. I think either side of Cincinnati um, or Dallas is the classic streaming defense option we talk about every week those are probably available in all just about all leagues but you know anytime i have the chance to start a defense that's facing brandon allen or andy dalton i'm feeling pretty good about myself um so yeah those are the big ones for me yeah giants giants too we talked up the giants talk down kyler sorry to interrupt you hank but that was a final one yeah that that's a good value pick like dfs i think that might be a good route to go Um, I'd throw either side of Titans and and Jags in there too. Um, as a good defense to play. I I, I, see the thing is, I don't know that the, the, the Titans put up a lot of points, you know, and I know that they have recently, but I kind of feel like this game, 
I mean, the Jags are covering left and right. It's not necessarily on low scoring games, but they're playing opponents way tougher than anyone gives them credit for. That's for sure. Yeah. And I, I do think that the Titans win it pretty easily, but, but I also think that it's going to be more like 20, 20 to 13, 20 to 10, you know, something like that. Uh, where you're not necessarily getting killed defensively. I def I definitely yeah. like the Titans defense better than the Jags yeah. defense, but I, I do think the Jags defense is a, a decent play. Maybe in the same way, more of like a DFS, not as bad as everybody expects this week. Right. Right. Okay. I love it. Any final notes before we uh bid our listeners adieu and good luck on this uh on their fantasy playoffs? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Best of luck, folks. Thank you for listening in. Subscribe. Leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, subscribe to the DMVR YouTube channel. Give us a like there. We really appreciate it. We will be back next week, Tuesday, live. Uh, take on all your questions. Do all that good stuff. And we will also uh, be doing a fantasy segment as we do every Sunday morning on the tailgate. Tune in at 9.30 a.m. You won't want to miss that. That's all for myself, Andre Simone, and my co-host, Henry Chisholm. Thank you for listening in. We will catch you on the other side.